Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're pressing on in the book of Matthew now. We're in chapter 8, and we have just seen in several episodes, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, what we affectionately refer to as Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Remember, he was sitting on the hillside on the side of a mountain and was teaching his disciples and teaching the crowd. Do you think there was any impact from what we've seen? you think there would be any ramifications, <laughs> but of course there is. And we actually see that, okay? We see it in the gospel. Uh, for instance, let me show you Matthew chapter 8, verse 1 says this. When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. And, you know, sometimes we read these things and we just sort of take it for granted. Well, yeah, I guess a large crowd would follow him. I mean, you know, but no, people started following him. They were given heed to what he was saying. And so uh, let me just read these next few verses. And let's see, verses 2 through 4, and there's an encounter that Jesus has right here. And I want us to see what is said about it in Matthew. And then we're going to look in Mark, and then we're going to look in Luke. Because quite often with these encounters, uh, the different gospel writers will have an account of it. And each one will have nuances. Each one will bring up uh, certain elements, each one will leave things out, you know. In other words, we need all three of them to get the full picture of what the Lord has given us in relationship to that encounter. So here's Matthew chapter 8, verse 2. Jesus has just come off the mountain. Large crowds are following him. And a leper came to him and bowed down before him and said. Now, let me stop right here for a moment. If a leper comes up to Jesus, what do you think the crowds are doing? Yeah, there's no doubt. The crowds are parting, folks. I mean, when this leprous guy comes up and, as you know, he's you could tell that he's leprous, okay? He comes up. They would have parted. He comes up, and he bows down before Jesus. And listen to what this leper says, verse 2. Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Wow, what a declaration of faith. What a proclamation of faith. <laughs> what a sounding forth of trust in the Lord. Had the leopard heard the Lord when he was on the side of the mountain? Uh, maybe, maybe not. He would not have been welcome in the crowd. He would have been forced to keep his distance, okay? But anyway, this leper knew that if Jesus were willing, Jesus could heal him. Verse 3, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. This is so important right here. So Jesus says, I am willing. I think it's one of the greatest phrases, regardless of what the situation and circumstance is in our life. When you turn to the Lord, if you call upon the Lord, he is willing. He's willing. Uh, 
and he cleansed him. He healed him. But then Jesus says, hey, see to it that you don't tell anybody. Okay, don't tell anybody about this. What I want you to do is I want you to go to the priest, and I want you to do the offering that Moses commanded. In other words, when you go back into the Old Testament, you see uh, that there's instructions that are given when you have leprosy. As a matter of fact, there's instructions about a lot of skin condition, <clears throat> mind-numbing detail instructions, as a matter of fact, about if, it's, if, the, uh, if the sore is red and it's got a black hair in it, do this. If it's uh, red and got a white hair, do this. I mean, literally that type of detail. He was wanting this man to go and present himself to the priest. In other words, still honor the law. They would have known who he was as a leprous person. I mean, Jesus said, I want you to do this as a testimony to them, okay, as a testimony to the priest. In other words, that we are submitting ourselves to the law. We're walking under the law, but guess what? This man has healed me. He's healed me. Now, let's go to Mark, first chapter of Mark. Verse 40 says this, And a leper came to Jesus, beseeching him, and falling on his knees before him, and saying, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Notice that Jesus was moved with compassion. When you look at Jesus' high priestly prayer in John 17, he states to the Father that he did not say anything nor do anything that the Father did not lead him into. The Father was leading him. He was moving with the spirit of compassion upon Jesus, and he healed him. Verse 42, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. And he sternly warned him and immediately sent him away. And he said to him, here's the warning he gave to him. See, that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded as a testimony to them. So we see this is quite similar to what we saw in Matthew, right? But wait, there's one more verse, verse 45. But he went out, so this is the leprous guy, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news around to such an extent that Jesus could no longer publicly enter a city, but stayed out in unpopulated areas, and they were coming to him from everywhere. <laughs> so this guy comes along, and he ignores what Jesus says. I, you know, I'm not going to get into this thing. Is this a sin? Did he go against the command of the Most High God? You know, he didn't know if he was Messiah. He didn't know if he was the Savior. He didn't know if he was God. He just knew that he had power, and he believed that he could heal him if he wanted to. And he called upon this. Jesus healed him. So now he's going out. He totally believes now. Okay, he believes now. He is proclaiming this to such a degree that Jesus could not even go into the cities anymore. You know, when I read this again, uh, just getting ready for this time together. It, it just so struck me about how we try to rally people, how we try to get people to go out and proclaim what Jesus has done in their life and this and that, how we try to get them to come to our churches and to do all this stuff. Here is one man who freely proclaims what the Lord had done for him. And the people responded to such a degree that Jesus couldn't even come to town, had to hang around out in the countryside, and the people went to him where there was room. 
where it was unpopulated and they could gather together by the hundreds and the thousands. One man, one man proclaiming what the Lord had done. Folks, we need to speak of what the Lord has done for us. That is by far the most powerful thing that you could share with anybody. Now, Luke, real quick, chapter 5, Luke says this. While he was in one of the cities, behold, there was a man covered with leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And he stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, just as Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But the news about him was spreading even farther, and large crowds were gathering to hear of him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. <laughs> so we see here in Luke, it says, yeah, large crowds were gathering, but now we know why out of Mark, because this one man was proclaiming, but Jesus, what did he do? He would slip away and he would go off to the wilderness by himself and pray. Folks, there's such a picture for what we're supposed to be doing and how to do it. Take this before the Lord and see what he says to you, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Good night.